No, I didn't. No, okay, I have a part to say. Yeah, I think we're good now. I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world, and that's our job. like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing all right welcome welcome back to a pod named kickback it's like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing uh i guess this man ain't here also known as the black cnn and the revolution will be televised I'm no brace new to righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight to the point, J. Lou, we here. J. Lou, what it do? Hey, man, we made it. Made it another week, man. Yeah, man. As you guys can tell, we're down one member. Um, Male chef so mellow after her big event um, last week, which was a success. We'll get into details about that later. Unfortunately, she contracted COVID, and we're just uh, being safe right now. Um, so far, me and J. Lou are, are good. We'll you know we'll test and do some other things later on. You know, next few days and see where we are. But right now, we're good. I feel good. How you feel, man? Super good. I did. It's super good. Hey man, super we got right, man. Look, man, we this bot. This um, you know what I'm saying. I'm immune to it now, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it tried, it tried me a little while back, man. It, it figured it ain't fucking with me. Yeah, it said, let's leave him alone. Yeah, look, man, let's go ahead, let's go ahead and relax, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to wish Mel a speedy recovery. Yes. And, yeah, absolutely. And um, I will do high-low for Mel first. I, will, I guess our sponsors. Uh, shout out to Mo's Marvelous Cleaning. She just came through this week. The place is looking immaculate. Everything looks so clean and neat and tidy. I'm just happy because it was it was getting a little rough. I was a little lazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, Mo, you gotta come do something. Damn, we ain't got a male to do the new jingle. Remember, she started singing the Mo's Marvelous Cleaning. Mo liked that shit. She posted that joke. I'll try it. Me, 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 me. Don't make me fossil. Uh, um, Mo's Marvelous Cleaning. <laughs> I think Bill do a better job, but whatever. All the rappers want to sing now, man. You see, it's it's uh it's it's uh the natural evolution, yeah. It's a natural <laughs> evolution, it's a natural evolution. Um, so I think Mel's high would be the her chef event. She made her don't be a jerk pasta, which is jerk chicken pasta. Um, me and Jayla went through, um, got nice and full off the uh, the don't be a jerk pasta. Um, it was all pretty. We made a little video of it and put it out so you guys can see um, what Chef yeah. Tomello was up. 
Uh, so make sure you take that out. It'll, it's on our YouTube channel and everywhere else and shit. And um, I'm sure her low of the week would be COVID, being stuck in the house. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. So what about you? One thing about the event, though, you know, obviously we had a good time at the event. And, you know, I'm a funny eater, so certain stuff, I don't, you know, I don't eat. And, you, you know, like the the sauce that she had it in, like, I, I never had no sauce like that. Like, you mm. know, I'm normally like a marinara type of sauce, dude. Yeah, so yeah. when, you know what I'm saying, like the way she had it up, and it had a nice little, it had a, man, it, was, it had a nice spice. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was even killed the whole, the whole way through. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no dull moments. You know what I'm saying? It was like flavor, mm-hmm. flavorful all over. So, you know, you know, sometimes like a couple bites is the, you know, it, it tastes a certain way. And then when you get to the bottom, it's like, nah, everything mm-hmm. was, was, was legit though. And I, mean, I was full as I don't know what. I went, I went, I went smooth to sleep when I got home too. Uh, me too. I got home. Because uh, like I said in the video, I didn't think it was going to be enough. But I was like, you know, we'll see, you know, whatever. Um, and I was full. I got yeah. home. I think I cut on, you cut on terminal list. I think I cut on some stand up or something, right? In it, yeah. So I, I no, no, no. I think I finished. I might have finished Terminalist. Okay, okay. But I tried to turn on a comedy jump, and that sorry, that jump. I probably got through five, ten minutes of that. Damn. Was it Bill Burr or the the Donald A. Arnold? The Bill Burr jump started off solid. You know what? We we talk about the other one. The other one was a little slow to me though, so I ain't really, I ain't really go through go through too much of it. Yeah. So what I'm, was your high level? Uh, hello, man. It was like a, a real low week, man. I I had some well, bills ain't unexpected, but I had some some Jones come come to me right away that I had to take care of this week. Uh, so that's the low. You know what I'm saying? Thinking you gonna have a certain a certain excess, and that excess ain't as much as you want. You like, damn, I gotta pay this. Mm-hmm. You know, I like you know you you like to look at your you know look at your account with with a certain amount of a certain amount in it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So that's a good thing. Uh, that's the I guess the low. The high, I don't know. It was it was, it was a solid week. You know what I'm saying? I got I got a couple good workouts in. You know what I'm saying? Straighten up around the crib a little bit. I'm gonna finish uh, finish getting everything uh, straightened up. Uh, you know, uh, so I can uh, make the exchange. I, uh, I grabbed my daughter this week. Uh, you know, what I'm saying you know we do the one week on, one week off. So this upcoming week, mine. So just kind of getting everything ready uh, for that. I you know I was able to get over there and see her a couple times. We went to I think me, me and my daughter we went we did like a lunch date. Uh, okay. we went to go get some, went to the inside playground and went to go get something to eat and all that stuff. So everything was good, man. Slow week, but you know, overall good. Okay. Okay. Um, my, hmm, what was my high? I had a high. I haven't talked about it. I can't remember what the high was. Uh, since I'm drawing a blank. I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off what we said. Meal high was just going to her event um, and actually doing the video and yeah. editing it and, and getting you know, see, seeing uh, the video looks a lot sharper. Seeing myself get better with the behind the scenes shit. Like I was telling you earlier, like we're doing a virtual recording now, and I know how to work the board. I'm, I'm getting the sound and the lighting. I'm like, oh shit, we <laughs> a tech nigga now. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> that was probably uh, you know my high, just working, getting working behind the scenes on stuff. Uh, keeping the podcast moving. Oh, we had a great week, numbers wise. You guys are streaming on Apple, and if you're not, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you follow us on Apple. Give us a five star rating. Those things help as far as getting sponsorships. Which we're working on a sponsorship now. I'll wait till next week to bring that up. But a uh, certain black owned uh, vodka that I want to tell you guys about. But I want to do it when we're back in the studio and when everybody's together and have a big, you know, uh, unveiling. Because whether they want to sponsor us or not, we gonna make them. 
Yeah. We're going to do a good damn job. They're going to want to sponsor us. Um, and, and I love, you know, power to the people. I love our people doing their thing. Um, my lower the week is, I mean, just in getting older. And J-Lo, I'm going to tell you this, man. When you're in your, uh, your 40s and all your friends in their 40s and damn near 50, uh, everybody's parents is 70, 80, 90. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just been a lot going on with, with, with my inner circle and our elders. Yeah. You know, they are getting older. You know, they're getting, you know, weaker, honestly. They're, they're getting sick. And um, you should start really seeing the mortality rate, the, you know, uh, that we're all mortal, that nobody lives forever. Yeah. You start seeing people getting older and it, it just start messing with you. And it's a lot of that going up through my whole crew. Everybody has uh, a sick parent. And I say it that way because um, it is a lot to have a sick parent. That is a 24-hour job. Yeah. I'm in the office getting calls. I got to go take care of this. I'm at home partying, or not partying, but chilling. I got to stop and take care of this. I'm sleeping in late on Sunday. I got to get up and handle a call, take care of that. Having a sick parent is a lot. And most of my crew has sick parents. And it's just just watching how everybody deals with it. Uh, so prayers and positive energy to everybody, especially um, our elders who may not be doing well. Prayers and positive energy to you all. And um, and I, yeah, like I said, I think my house was just you know getting out the house a little bit and celebrating mail and you know get, get doing some outside podcast shit. Yeah. And I do have the topics over here. We did, I didn't have mail write them on the board, but I do have them uh, on the laptop next to. So. Um, Oh, and shout out to MySexRoom.net. I see them guys was at the Sex Expo this week. If you need your laundry and your toys and all those other things to keep your mind off the pandemic, uh, hit MySexRoom.net. Use code KITBACKERS. Get 10% off your next purchase. Um, let's see. All right. Rival story of the week. My last joke just went viral. viral. Our viral story of the week. <laughs> A young lady uh, was propositioned to go on a date. The gentleman did not show up on a date. So she feels like he lied and she's suing him for $10,000 in damages uh, due to perjury. What the young lady doesn't understand in this case is that perjury is lying under oath. And they released a video of the judge sending her like, ma'am, do you know what perjury is? She's like, do I need to escalate this to another court? Do I need to escalate this to another court? And she was belligerent and she just, she thought she knew her shit. But perjury is when you go under oath, you know, hand the Bible in the courtroom and then lie. So dude didn't perjure himself. I don't even think he lied. I think he just changed his mind. And ladies, y'all got to relax. You can't be taking dudes to court because they don't, they don't make a date. Because I would take a, there's a lot of y'all going to owe me some pussy. No, I, hey. I, I would take you to court. Yeah. Hey, so, imagine, imagine if dude, imagine if dude started doing that. Like, yeah. Start like, you know what? I need to get all my money back because this was a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? She knew she was gonna friend zone me, or she knew right. she wasn't going. You say, give me nothing. Right. Told you. Nigga, you the know, course, the course, the course would be full. Fool. Remember the old Chris Rock? Not Chris Rock. Chris Tucker joke from Devil Comedy Jam. He took the girl to court like, show me the pussy man. <laughs> just like, you know, the district attorney was like, did you promise him the pussy? <laughs> did you promise him the pussy? <laughs> yeah. um, and I, it would be like that. I, I got a couple people. I, I, I won't say no names. <laughs> but a couple of y'all watching this podcast know you owe me some pussy. I'll be no. next week to collect. 
So that, you know the funny part, the funniest part of the video is the dude, like the dude facial expressions. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dog, dude, like, yeah, I definitely dodged the bullet. The judge, the judge, the judge was losing. He was like, Slim. He's like, man, I can't deal with this shit. I'm, I, I see why he ain't show up. <laughs> right. Like, so, can you imagine me having to deal with this? I know, I know that the judge was like, ma'am, I'm trying. He's like, you already said it was going to another court. I'm like, oh my God. Right. I was right. crying laughing. I'm like, man, that nigga dodged a bullet. No bullshit. She tried to take it to the Supreme Court. I'm like, man, you gotta relax. So, she was she she's like, forget that. Man. I want I, I know what it is. I'm like, oh my god, you do you tell you the judge you know what really? it is. <laughs> she was not having it, young. Oh man, that, that was that is a good laugh. If you can find that video on Instagram oh, that, or YouTube, that, was man, that is a great damn laugh. You will laugh your ass off, man. And and good day etiquette, man. Look, man, don't not show up. You know what I'm saying? Shoot a text, yeah. do something, do something. Like, don't do, don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know she was pissed because you know, I guess I guess she said she had recently lost her mother or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe it was a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So just good date etiquette. Like, look, man, if you change your mind, shoot a text, call, you know what I'm saying? Calling is, is more personal. But, you know, if you're feeling a little coward cowardly, go ahead and shoot a text. You know what I'm saying? Do the block zone, you know, do I, I'd rather you do that. Don't don't just not show up. If yeah. somebody else got waste gas to get there, right? Yeah, that, that's a little rough, and um, you know, where you're not going. Like, I think I shared on a podcast uh, a month or so ago that um, a chat I was supposed to go up with this chick, and I knew we wasn't going. I, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just clear as day, and she waited to the day before the date to text me, and I'm sitting there like, I knew, I knew, yeah, but at least she shot you the text, though, you know, yeah, she did, she did, she did. If not, you would have been suing her. <laughs> yeah, I took her ass to court. Did you promise you the pussy, ma'am? I know that nigga's like, oh man, I dodged the bullet. Hell yeah. And we, shit, he still wound up in court. The judge looked stressed out, man. Right, the judge's like, Jesus. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. She, like, she started getting loud. I'm like, look, man, I'm about to find you a contempt. He, he should have <laughs> found her ass in contempt. Yeah, man, you should have to jail. Go exactly. contempt. Exactly. She would have fucked him out. She would have fucked him and went to jail and, and, and got pregnant by a transgender. But we'll get into that later. We'll get into that whole thing later. That's <laughs> another thing that's crazy as hell. But now we gotta do uh uh Mel's uh favorite uh 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 what's the name? You bet not, new. You bet not. <laughs> well, I don't, you know what? Look, man. If any of us, if any one of us is gonna do it, it, it gotta be you. Why gotta be me? Slim, because you know, look, we've been on the powerful. We've been on the powerful. Wow, man. You say you, you know you you the, you the most open. You know what I'm saying? You're the most open book, man. <laughs> I, I ain't that open book. I, I'm you know not saying, in that you book know, at all. You know, you, for what, for what, and then you like, you know, look, man. You gotta there's, be no chapter, there's no chapter in that book about me. <laughs> it's not on Audible. <laughs> this book is not on Audible. <laughs> oh, I got a couple new books I need to hit you to, too. Uh, but oh, yeah, man. I'm not in that chapter in none of them books. Um, but uh, would you want to date someone that's just like you or a total opposite? This that's how this to that someone just like you or total right. opposite from you. I have thoroughly enjoyed dating women with different interests 
Okay. But they weren't necessarily total opposites. Like, I, I am cultured. I am not just a hood nigga that just was in the hood every day and never saw nothing. I have seen a lot. I've traveled the world. I read like a motherfucker. I've been introduced to a lot of different things. But there is a world or 10 that I just have no access to. Right. Um, I was never into anime. I, I wasn't an outdoorsy type person. You know, um, um, even a lot of, it's just a lot of things that I, I love museums, but it's, right. so I do have like things like that that you consider culture. But there are just certain things that just, we ain't talk about in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't grew up yeah. talking about that. And so I just don't have experience with it. Whenever one comes around, like, hey, you know, um, let's go grounding. What the fuck is grounding? You take your shoes off and you walk barefoot in the grass and connect to the earth. Where'd you learn that shit? What the <laughs> fuck? We doing that? People do it? I want to do it. I want to take my shoes off right now. You know what I'm saying? So I do love when women can show me something different, something I haven't experienced because as like, I got friends like JB and they got a lot of quote unquote nerdy friends who've seen a lot of different shit. They have a lot right. to share with me. Um, and I'm used to that. That's one of the biggest things I love with my friendships is that like, I might want to listen to rap all day. I might want to play 2K. I might want to go fuck some bitches. I might, hmm. you know, you know, I, I, you know yeah. regular kind of hood shit. And then they're like, no, let's actually go skydiving. Like what? I would never have done that. All right, I'm yeah. with it. Let's go. Like I, when I went uh, hiking in the mountains, that was something that I, I never would have thought to do. You know what I'm saying? Bergen wasn't telling me, let's go skydiving, let's go hiking mountains. You know what, what, what they say? What they say when you went? I know they were like, what, you did what? <laughs> no. Like, you really turned the country. You really country now. You really out there. Uh, <laughs> and, shit. and I was like, it, um, I, the Facebook post of when the first time I went was like a week or two ago. And I made this post like, can y'all believe this uptown ass nigga is in the mountains? <laughs> right now nigga. like how crazy is that so i do love a woman that's, that has different interests different history different experiences but i would want a woman that's like me that's outgoing that's you know i don't know if i'm loud but like loud outgoing vivacious life of the party we would be the life of the party together um if i had someone that was more quiet more reserved um i think i could do it but okay. i want me to be more like my partner in crime so we just yeah. acting our ass together. Everywhere we go, we just acting our ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What about you? Uh, it's, um, make sure your video good. So it look like you froze on my end. But um, I hear you good, though. Okay, I'm still, according to the video, I'm still moving and stuff. All right, cool. So, cool. so probably on my end. Be good. But you know, and, and, and I thought about it because you know, obviously this is one we missed from last week. Mm -hmm. I think I want a woman who we have the same values. Um. So we, you know, saying so we have a base of similarities. You okay. know what I'm saying, but we also have, you know, what I'm saying a certain amount of differences that we can kind of learn and feed off of each other and things of that nature. Um, so, like, I want the same values. So I want, I want us to kind of value respect, value trust, value, you know, what I'm saying loyalty, value, you know, what I'm saying um, traveling. You know, what I'm saying so. I want, I want some of those, uh, some of those values, but um. You know, I don't want nobody carbon copy of me. You know, I want to be able to see, you know, see the, you know, see the the best in, in, in somebody else too. So I don't know. It's a little tough. I, so I would say I want somebody that we have similar values, but we can be different in uh, in in a number of different ways. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Because you know, I feel like feel you, know what I'm saying? if you got the, the right values, like I think any relationship should be built off a certain level of values. So if I get, if we got our values are built, you know what I'm saying, built similarly, then some of the differences are going to be good. Because I'm like, look, if, if I'm going to be in a relationship, I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking forever. So right. if I want, if I'm thinking forever, I don't want it to be so boring and monotonous, monotonous and things of that nature. I want to be able to kind of explore, uh, explore different things and, and, and all that stuff. So we got, if we got, a little bit different, you know, uh, differences, then you know that that might help our longevity. So, I agree. It's that showing each other different things, you know, what I'm saying because I, I speak yeah. a lot about you know women showing me different shit, but I'm showing women different shit. You know, what yeah. I'm saying I do know all the different music. I am in the museums, you know, the Basquiat, Basquiat. When it comes to Georgia, I'm there. I'm taking women there. I'm showing them, you know, uh, trapeze and the sex clubs and. My sexroom.net. You know, I'm showing them stuff. You know what I'm saying, Taylor? Yeah. So you got, it's that give and take. It's that balance. It's, you want to be equally yoked, but you want to have right. a diversity and experience so that you can uh, grow together. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think it's good you, you mentioned that word, you, you mentioned equally yoked. Because I think, unfortunately, and I think this is where we can kind of elevate the conversation a little bit, um, which a lot of people don't do. Most people think equally yoked. They think we got the same amount of money. And I think that's mm-hmm. like, you know, I think we dumb it down in our, in our community a little bit with the equally yoked. I'm like, you could be equally yoked in a number of different areas too. So a lot of people just like, are, you, are we equally yoked as far as financial? Like, so you could be unequally yoked value wise, spiritual wise, a whole bunch of other stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure you equally yoked and dip, you know what I'm saying? In other aspects, just other than financial. Cause I think most people, unfortunately, they kind of dumb it down and go strictly financial. I'm like, look, that's a, that's a part of it. But it's so much other things in life that you know what I'm saying you could be unequally yoked in, and, and you know what I'm saying could sabotage a relationship too. So you know say that's something you know when you when you when you threw that word out there that made me kind of jump to it a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, I hundred percent agree because equally yoked is you know it's like you talked about values. It's who you are at your core. So like there you I'm go. Five, you know, I'm a five percent. I study ancient Egyptology. I'm, you know, I took my shahada. So technically, I'm Muslim. Um, yeah. And I could date a woman who is Christian. Um, I wouldn't. To me, that could be equally yoked, and I'll tell you how or why. I, it's okay. not my preference. It's not my preference. Okay. But we have a spiritual foundation. We, we both go. believe something, and there we both, uh, you know, believe in being good to our fellow man and, and and taking time to connect with the source, whether that's God, the universe, Allah, whatever. We both feel that way. So we're equally yoked in that capacity, although we may, uh, our journey to the source is probably different. I look at religion as, as, as GPS, it's directions. We're both there trying we to get to, you know, God, the universe, the source, uh, peace. I may take 12th Street, turn on Michigan Avenue, you know, take that down on North Capitol, but you might, you know, you know, uh, go straight down Rhode Island Avenue to North Capitol. We, the goal is to get to North Capitol. There we go. So I think you're yeah. equally yoked if you want to get there. If that's your journey. I like that. But see, I'm good at this podcast shit, Jay. I'm telling you. Hey, I'm man. Good at this you, 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 you should be. You've been doing this, bitch. Fucking <laughs> Doing this bitch for about 10, 15. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, th- yeah, but that's, that's good. I like I like how you uh, threw the spiritual stuff in it. You know, what I'm saying uh, you know because most people are like, all right, well, if they this, they, I'm this, I can't do it. I'm like, no, no, no. That's y'all still equally yoked because of 
you know, you got to look at it, you know, look, look at it a little different. Yeah, you, you both, maybe, you, like, like I like the GBS uh, analogy, so I'm, I might use that one. You're more than welcome to use it, bro. But I, um, I, I had to come up with that way of thinking because I was in the minority. Yeah. Like, ain't, ain't too many 5% of us just walking around, enjoying, 5% women? Yeah, it's only yeah, uh, it's only five percent. <laughs> so I had to go. Well, I'm either going to date a Christian, or she probably not going to be religious at all. Yeah. Then when Afri the African studies started really popping up, I was like, maybe she'll you know study Egyptology. Maybe that'll be her thing. But I'm like finding a Muslim in DC. <laughs> you know that, that that's freaky. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> And I'm equally yoked across the board. Yeah. That's that point. You you looking for the point zero 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 one percent? Exactly, exactly. So I said, <laughs> go, well, maybe my woman is going to be Christian. Maybe my woman, maybe atheist. Now maybe she, you know, I don't know what she's going to be. But I I had to expand my search because if I didn't, I, you know, yeah, it would have been you know difficult. But I definitely think um, I think we know that Mill would be proud yeah. of us. Yeah, um, hey, man. <laughs> and intellectual uh, brothers like ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm saying? I don't know why we both don't have five wives right now, but you know, hey, we, we, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, man, we open. Hey, we open. We open. We open for Maybe, uh, you know for, for, for applications. Exactly, exactly. Shoot your shot, all 2022, ladies. <laughs> you too could have a new or J. Lou. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want the first story of the week and um ladies we riding with you as you know we would in north carolina they have a law that makes it legal to murder a pregnant woman if you did it to defend the unborn baby meaning you see plan on having an abortion you have the right to kill her to prevent the abortion how do you kill someone to show that killing someone is wrong? Man. Where am I dropping? Where am I dropping? This is uh, Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. You're making it okay to kill someone because you don't want them to kill someone. Shit. Man. Makes no sense, man. Look. No, people in North Carolina, please, please go out and vote. Like because some of these people who like some of these people who get in there, they say this wild shit and they don't they don't unfortunately they, they don't suffer any repercussions because people don't show up. Like people show outrage in, in the law and you talk about how bad it is, but you didn't go out. I'm like, look, that's what voting locally it matters. It, it may matter the most. It may matter the most. It do matter. I, I I would argue it do matter. Like for me on a on a national level, it's important from a judge's standpoint, from the Supreme Court. That's it. Everything else, to be honest, gets done at the local level. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, man, yeah that shit, that, that shit was ridiculous. When I saw that, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, y'all gotta be kidding me. Like nobody thought like, hey, you know, this kind of sounds stupid. Like you ain't had nobody, no friend. No spouse, no, 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 somebody that like, hey, my man, like, I probably think, you know, I think you just, this kind of stupid for you to kind of put that out there. And then the motherfuckers who actually approved it, you got to be a yeah. different, a different level stupid. 
it, it is. And I, I initially attributed all of this shit to um, uh, uh, white people fear of a black planet. They don't want abortions. They want to make sure they keep the white babies alive. They're afraid the Mexicans going to take over the country. You know, the, the minorities and it's going to, you know, fear of a black planet. But this is like Fox News level fear. This is like the irrational, weirdo, <laughs> crazy, psychotic shit that you will pass into law. You could murder a pregnant woman if she chooses to, if she attempts to abort a baby. Oh, I won't say a baby, abort a fetus. And I don't want to take this too far off, but did you see the shit where they're saying now that men can be charged child support from the moment of inception? Well, no, uh, yeah. conception? What, what, what's the yeah. term? Is it conception or inception? What, what am I looking conception. For? The, from the moment of conception, uh, you can be, men can be charged child support in certain states. Yeah, and that's the, uh, and the thing is, in, in, in the people who, because a couple of Republicans that put it out there, um, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not opposed to voting either way. You know, I probably vote Democrat 99% of the time. Um, probably, you know, locally, I, I probably do a couple of Republicans, you know, depend on, you know, if I feel like they best, they best for that particular uh, role. But it's like they after they did the Roe versus Wade thing. Now they trying to they, they trying to go for cover and throw certain stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, we want to protect the woman, uh, you know, when, when she's pregnant. I'm like, some they won't you protect them when when the kid get here? It's like you you're not for anything that would help a woman after the child gets here. Right. You're only you're you're only focused on during the pregnancy. When the child get here, you can give you can care you can care less. It, the, the shit's baffling. And the thing is, the, the people who do it, I don't trust them. The people who do it, they all come off as hypocrites to me. Like they they the type that I feel like have probably, you know had somebody get an abortion before it's weird though like i, I don't know I, when i see him I, that's that's what jumps out to me <laughs> like the anti all the anti-gay uh politicians be fucking in yeah. the airport Somebody, they knock like, on the door the dude, uh, I know, see, this this old topic too you know it, and i don't know dude name it's a black dude though um the guy that was like he he, he had a couple controversial interviews um and they found out he was uh he was gay but he was talking so bad about gay people and gay individuals and find out he slept with a couple of uh, guys. You know which one it is? You know who I'm talking about? I can't, I, I can't think of the name. I, I, I can't find yeah, out. Yeah, it, it's weird though, because he had a couple of little, uh, some social media stuff that uh, that went viral when he was talking to uh, the Amber Rose. He had a, a conversation with Amber Rose with DC Young Fly. He had some controversial uh, interviews and uh, he had some neg- a lot of negative stuff to say about gay the gay people, and, and find out he was uh you know what I'm saying uh you know behind the clo- uh you know behind the uh, behind the closet or whatever they call it doing stuff and I'm like and that's what kind of gets me like the people who talk so down on something, um you know, are take taking part in it so it, it just comes off as a, a, a hypocrisy to me. Yeah, I, I type that in and there's so many different politicians showed up. This happens. This has happened more than once apparently. Yeah. Where, you yeah. Know, they- all that um they always, yeah they always do that they, just, just stay, stay out of other people's bedroom because you don't want you don't want nobody coming yours exactly exactly like it's just it's just wild to say that, that remind me of the, the dudes that be uh whining about watching p valley and i'm watching p valley tonight i normally watch it um <laughs> normally watch it at midnight on saturday night 
But I was in this zone doing my nineties R and B shit. I, I wasn't watching nothing on TV. I was uh, well, I was watching. I was on the YouTube rabbit hole of nineties and eighties R and B. You get yeah. no, no, it was, but did you get my text about the music? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about that off camera. I, I'm not mentioning that until we in that we in the process of that shit. But I think that's okay. fire. But um, I will say this: like, yeah, uh, you guys gotta relax. You know what I'm saying? Stop worrying about what everybody's doing in their bedroom if they're not hurting anyone. And it ain't none of your guys. Exactly. Like it ain't, ain't none of my business. You know what I'm saying? But uh being able to murder, taking the full circle, being able to murder a woman um because you think she's about to have an abortion is the craziest shit I think I've ever read. That's the yeah. actual law. The whole we're blacks are only three fifths of humans. That was some crazy shit to see. Um uh, uh uh the stands of ground law, you know, that was some crazy shit to read. Um Roe v. Wade being overturned was some crazy shit to read. Being able to murder a woman because you think she's about to have an abortion is the craziest law I've ever read. Yeah. Well, I think there's a law where you can't have oral sex in certain states. That's some crazy shit, too. I'm going to get my dick to any state I go to. Fuck about you. But uh, this is some crazy shit. And um, yeah. now we're trying to understand it for ladies. Like, ladies, the, the ladies have been pissing me off. They, I think they've been going too far with this Me Too shit. And they just been anti-man and they... Right, but right. It's time to back our ladies up on this one, dog. Uh, everybody, we, we, yes, everybody's defended everybody. I know. I know. I'm, on, I'm with the ladies on this. Ladies, I'm riding. Me and J. Lou riding. Because this it's, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, 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 makes, it makes no common sense. I, I just can't... I can't get how people voted for it. Like, that's... Like, I can see... I can get one dummy putting it out there. I can't get the amount of dummies that it takes to get it voted in. That's what's the bathroom part to me. I can believe I can I I can get the one dummy because we got you know what I'm saying you know we can, you, I can get that. I just can't get the amount of people that lets it go. That's the weird part. You, of you me. know, it's an old adage: a person is smart, people are stupid. Yeah, uh, and it, it's fear mongering. They are afraid. They literally, uh, episode what three, four weeks ago, fear of a black planet. They are literally afraid. And when you are terrified, you you, you go into your your flight fight freeze responses. It's like the amygdala. Like the amygdala tells you, like with my temper, um, if I get into a fight, fright, fight, flight, or freeze situation, my amygdala starts talking. And it may make me act irrational in that situation. And I think that's the white people are doing. They are that afraid of a black planet that when any situation, any legislation, law, proposal comes up, they go into their amygdala takes over. Like, no, we got to do whatever it takes. I don't care if you got to kill the women for, to keep them from having an abortion. Kill them. That's literally what they're saying. We don't know abortions. But what if she wants to do it anyway? You got the right to kill her. What? Yeah. So now you're killing two people. Right. It's just like it's it's, no, it, it doesn't no logic. Sense. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. For real. Like it's that, that's crazy though. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. I had to hit him with the, the, the double sample, like you gotta hit you with both of them. <laughs> um, but all for those idiots, and let's go, let's go into some other idiots. Uh everybody's you know, so uh <laughs> You know, I respect the trans community, which I do, which I think we both do. Um, and we've been, support, we've been supporters. We've been allies. 
But um, when they want to play sports, it's a little weird. There's a transgender woman going around breaking the faces of women in MMA. We were like, whoa, that don't seem fair. But it was a transgender track athlete, that uh, transgender woman track athlete that was smoking all the women on the in the track in track and field. Like, whoa, that doesn't seem fair. And now you have a transgender woman who kept her penis um, being locked up and being put in an all-women's facility. And now she has two babies on the way. She and their fucking inmates. Sometimes you just, you try to be so good or so open that you just stupid. You just stupid. <laughs> you know, put this transgender woman with a dick in an all-female prison. And obviously, I guess she's bisexual because she and their fucking women and busting nuts inside them. And now I got two babies on the way. You got to be fucking kidding me. Hey, yo. That shit, I was like, holy, y'all. Look, man, in certain situations, like I said, what you choose to identify with is totally your prerogative. But in certain aspects, there has to be some type of referee on certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like with the like, like you mentioned, with the sports stuff, like this type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Putting somebody in and and you know, basically putting a man. Um, you know, with somebody with male parts in there with, you know, with, with all women. Um, it, it should have been a referee to say, hey, you know what? I don't think this is right. It's just, it's, 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 just, it's just weird that you can, that, that, like I said, nobody said, you know what? I don't think this, I don't think we should do this. <laughs> This, this this might be a bad idea. Like, you know what? If, I was thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody second guessed it or nothing. Nope. And if the transgender woman had a procedure where they didn't have a penis anymore, and they were in bed fucking everybody's fucking not everybody's fucking in jail. I won't put that out there, but people are having homosexual sex in jail. There are men fucking in jail, and there are women fucking in jail. And whenever they can find a way to get together, they, they try that shit too. But I, you put someone with a penis, I don't want to say it was a man because that's disrespectful to the trans community. It's a transgender woman. But if you put someone with a dick in a prison with a bunch of women, somebody's going to suck that dick. Somebody's going to ride that dick. <laughs> it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Big, small, whatever. Somebody will get on that dick. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> Somebody like, look, like, look, niggas ain't going to care. They go, you ain't gonna, hey, at that point, at that point, they ain't care about how they did what how good a job you did. They like, look, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they ain't about size or none of that shit. They like look, exactly. that shit work. <laughs> it's, it's about to go down. Jay Lou went to more. <laughs> He's been on Spelman campus in some class or just hanging out and looked up at some point and was like, Mother, let me nigga over here right now. Hey, Shawty, nigga, you used to love to get you used to love to go uh, get classes over at Spelman. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But they used man. to do it. Too. I mean, but but Spelman, uh, you know, the woman used to do it. Like, we had plenty of women who come over and you know get into a Morehouse class too. So like, or, or you know, we take a clock class too. So or you know, some uh, clock people. So you know, what I'm saying? we uh, the AUC, you know, they they kind of made you know, what I'm saying like they interchanged it a little bit. That's why you know, like AUC is you know. Obviously, Morehouse, I'm going to go with number one. You know what I'm saying? HBCU, HBCU that's out there. That's just, you know, that's, well, it well, is well, what well, it is. Well, number one is in Georgia. 
the number one HBCU nah. in the country is nah. I'm gonna tell you this. Nah, you know, I, nah. It's the it's the house, and then I think if you really if you really look at it, we can put the AUC together as a unit, and really can't nobody really fuck with it. Then, you then, can, you, you can put Spelman, Morehouse, and CAU right there together, and we all point, win. We, we we all right there. Because we got uh, Howard, you know, we, we can just do our dorms. You got Meridian Hill dorm. You got the Annex. Like, we just yeah. have a dorm. We can have our dorms battle your whole universities. That's nah. just kind of what it is. Didn't Diddy just yeah. give us a million dollars? Didn't Diddy just give us a million? Uh, man. No, I don't know. So they did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like so, Morehouse, Morehouse gets so many motherfuckers that give us millions. Barkley gave us a million. Oprah gave us a million. Denzel gave shit. Like, like, come on. Like, look, ain't nobody. I'm going to be honest. Like, Diddy, look, man. Nobody really gives a fuck about Diddy giving. You know what I'm saying? Like, look. The billionaire? The billionaire? Yeah, look, Diddy? look, man. Look, look, man. Diddy got rich off of Howard. He's supposed to do that. People give gear to the house just because of the GP. Oh, people, they, they don't do that to Howard? Nigga, I donated like $10 last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> Look, it's the house, man. Look, it's Ain't you? The house, man. It's, 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 it's blatant. Like, like, you know, we a statement. That's what it is. Uh, shout, shout out to everybody in this house. But I, I tell you what I did think was cool. We all do our homecoming together, and they call it Spell House. That's that's some flash shit. That's yeah, yeah, flash yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. We we basically do a whole bunch of stuff together. And then we, you know, technically, our, our our sister school is Bennett in North Carolina. That's an all girls school in North Carolina. So we used, like we used to do some stuff like that. that like that, they come like Bennett Bennett come down the Bennett school. They come down for our homecoming and everything. How was Spellman at your sister school? Is I know, right? It's weird. I mean, we we everybody act like it is. You know what I'm saying? Because we so we so close and intertwined. But yeah, it's, it's weird. That's what most people think. Yeah, that's the that's the weird. That's oh, uh, that, that's, that's, that's a truly uh, dizzying intellect. <laughs> truly, you have a dizzying intellect. So that's uh that's why I felt so many Spelman women. They must be Howard's sister school. Howard don't have no sister school because they not know uh you know they. You know they they co-ed, so they ain't got no sister school. Oh, but well, well, we we poly though, so we we got multiple. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I know some some, some Spelman uh, graduates, some Spelman students, some Spelman professors. Hey, yo, hey, hey watch your mouth talk about Spelman. I'm just telling you. I'll, I'll say it this I'm way. Tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you if you, you want to get canceled, do you want to get canceled? I'm trying to say it more respectfully. Yeah, you better, you better, you better clean it up. You better clean it up. I, I'm not, I'm not in this. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> like, moving on. Yeah, um, they do not play. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Love, love y'all, sisters. We riding, we riding with you. Um, and we go stand beside you on this shit too, because this is ridiculous, dog. I gotta, Ooh. I gotta tee up the "Don't Be Dumb" award. I gotta tee this shit up. Cause this is just, this is the epitome. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Sesame Street has a uh, physical location like Disney World, like Disney does with Disney World, Disneyland. The, the Sesame Place is in Baltimore, Maryland, which I never knew. Yeah. Oh, my name is Anson, Maryland? Okay. Well, at any rate, uh, Sesame Place 
Uh, when they're doing their parades and their events where you go into the you know the campus and you have the, the celebrity uh, characters and masks walking around saying hi to all the kids, videos have been popping up of these actors wearing these suits, uh, not it, well, ignoring the black kids, which really just threw me off. Like, why are they do, like they being that blatant? And then when I found out it was in a predominantly black area, I'm like. How the hell are you ignoring all the black kids when you're in the hood? It, it makes no sense, right? Like what? So you're going to the one or two white kids and ignoring the hundreds of black? Like, what the fuck? So this whole thing just like, I don't know what to say about it. Because if it's in a predominantly black area, then how the fuck are you ignoring black kids? And why would you do it? It makes no sense. I mean, I'm like, well, the KKK infiltrated the police department so the, and, and the government and the Supreme Court, they can infiltrate Sesame Street too. What you think, yo? Man, when, when I saw it, the first time I saw the video, I'm like, right, you know, because, you know, I know, you know, you as a parent, you know, you're going you gonna to jump to defend your child. You know what I'm saying? So you if you if you feel any inkling of them kind of being done wrong, your antennas is is, is heightened. So they they on a different level anyway. So first I'm like, okay, maybe it could be one person, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they didn't see, you know what I'm saying, the big suits, maybe they didn't see it, maybe, you know what I'm saying, like maybe it wasn't nothing to it. Then when you see the videos of it being done multiple times, now, you know what I'm saying, like, like now, now that's something different. Because now it's a couple of y'all who behind those suits that feel that way. And act, you know what I'm saying, and act real funny because I saw some of the videos where they was high fiving white kids, giving the white kids a, a, a hug and stuff like directly beside the black kids. That's when I'm like, so when you see, and that's why, man, this new age where you got the cameras and stuff like that. And I like, you know, how the mother, she like, she look, she stood up, you know, black mother, mother, like, you know, like, you know, what I'm saying, gonna stand up for their kid. And she put it out there, and other people came to defend, like, look, I, I was feeling the same way. And you saw more, more videos, different perspective. Um, at first, Sesame did a half-ass, um, you know, apology, um, yeah. and then you know they, they kind of try to come back, and that that apology was some shit to me too. Like at that point, like, so you supposed to really jump on it? Like, look, whoever that is, they gone. I we apologize, y'all, y'all, y'all come back. They gone. Yeah, they gone. They never work here again. Like they, 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 they attack it real soft. You know what I'm saying? Towards you know what I'm saying and, until those additional videos out. Then they try to come back a little further, but. I man, that's look, man. As, as parents, um, you know, obviously you want to protect your kid as much as you can. Um, you know, obviously some stuff that they gonna they gonna see uh, that we we can't shield them from. But you yeah. can motherfucker put a you can put a lens on that shit when you do see it. So I'm glad you know what I'm saying they put it out there and they getting the bad publicity they deserve. Absolutely, they deserve is the operative term. They deserve. Yeah. And I do um, <clears throat> want to be a little sympathetic, not much, just a little bit, just 1%. Uh, because, you know, Sesame Street and Sesame Place, you know, the, 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 the execs there don't necessarily, you know, the actions here don't necessarily reflect the execs there. But right. the disciplinary action that takes place absolutely reflects senior management. So we'll see what senior management does. And that's how we'll be able to tell if they align or not. You know, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Are they lying with this bullshit, or they are, or are they against it? We'll be able to tell by their actions. Exactly. You know How you respond? You know what I'm saying? It'll be on you. 
Absolutely. Um, but until then, fuck Sesame Street and Sesame Place until you get it right. And <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who the actors were. They could have been black people. It would have been ironic if it was. But yeah, we but, don't and, know. but you know what the thing is? They, they ain't going to put it out there to show, show them. They, ain't, yeah, they don't want to put them out yeah. there and put no face to the name. They, we, we, we can put the pressure on them. We can put the pressure on them. Pre- pressure lists, like Megan Thee Stallion said, we're we going to be pre- pressure lists. That's the number <laughs> but you know, whatever. Shout out to Meg. And her new little thong pictures on IG. Meg, you better stop playing. You better <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Me and Asante come looking for you. But now, anyway, <laughs> um, I never see Hustle Award, man. I have been upset, J. Louis, you know, that we have not been discussing sports like we should. And I've listened to Joe and them struggle through sports. I listen to Marlon and Rory struggle through sports. I listen to Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz struggle through sports. Because none of them know sports as well as we do. None of them. Um, and yeah, I said it. It was new. Holla at me. You can do a sports <laughs> event. Skip Shannon, Stephen A, uh, 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 Mad Dog, uh, Big Perk. <laughs> Anybody who want to discuss sports, holla at us. We on your neck. <laughs> Fuck this. But back to our NFC House of the World. Um, I think it's only it's apropos that we give the award to a sports personnel, a sports player, an athlete, and his entire team based on what they've been able to accomplish the last seven years. They've been to six finals in seven years and won four. Is that, a, that, that, that six finals in eight years and won four? Damn. Name the finals that didn't have Golden State in it. The Bucks and the Suns. Yeah. And the one right before that. Yeah, the one before that when um when all of them were hurt. When all of them was hurt. Because to, to the last one that was in was, was Toronto versus Golden State. And then the year after that, was that was that Milwaukee? And yeah, Phoenix? the year after that was Milwaukee, yeah. Hold on, who did uh there was another year they missed when uh when the Lakers beat the Heat, the bubble year. They okay, yeah, the bu- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That bu- that bubble year, you know, I'm gonna be honest, man, that bubble year was real man, it's it, it count, but <laughs> slim. I'm you know, and I know people LeBron people get mad, you know, and I and I, I love LeBron, but I'm like, that bubble year was kind of off, man. It was it was like, it was like the lockout like, season. It, it, it go it go on your record, man. But look, man, it it was different, man. It was, it was drastically different. It's like the lockout season when uh, the Spurs won the year. Michael yeah. Jordan, they had the lockout, only played fifty games. And yeah, then but at the least the playoff, the play at least the playoffs was the same. You know what I'm saying? Like with this, the the whole makeup of the playoffs was different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it wasn't no fans. It, it was, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they, they played it. There was no home court advantage. It just was what it was. It was just hooping. You just gonna hoop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just gonna hoop. Whatever happened, But so six out of eight years, Golden State was in the finals, and they won four rings out of those six appearances. Won four and two, uh, and that, that on average, that's they won a ring every other year. Yeah. Um, they go back to back, but on average, they want to ring every other year. And we know the injuries that stepped in and it derailed them. So if you take away the injuries, maybe they win one more. 
Maybe they win two more. So it is an official dynasty, and uh, they were celebrated at the ESPYs. Did you catch any of the ESPYs? Any of the nah, I'm not no award guy. I, I saw like snippets later, but I ain't. I don't really watch the award. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I like the monologues. I like the, the jokes, the the ribbon okay. they give the other players. Um, but I even saying Steph Curry is my favorite player that doesn't wear a wizard uniform. I'm always like, it's the 15 Wizards, then Steph. Now it's the 15 Wizards, Steph and John Wall. You know, I mean, and KD, because KD from home. Got to support home. But um, Steph is my favorite player that's not a wizard. And um, he's been my favorite player that's not a wizard for years. He plays basketball the way I like to watch basketball. He does yeah. what, I like, what I like to see. And I, and I was coming up, you know, playing 2K and shit. My whole thing was... Point guard, steal the ball, shoot the three, steal the ball, shoot the three. Isaiah Thomas, my favorite player of all time. He was able to steal the ball and he was able to shoot the three. So uh, Steph, of course, is a much more prolific shooter, but um, it was it's still in the mode of my favorite player of all time. And um, Nipsey Hustle Award goes to Golden State Warriors. But, I mean, to pull this off, when I mean, you look at some of the dynasties, you got you know the, the Showtime Lakers, you got uh, the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, you got the Bird Celtics, you got the Russell Celtics, you got uh, the Jordan Bulls, you got the Duncan Spurs, you got the uh, I said the LeBron because he he was on different <laughs> team, but he went to eight straight finals between the Cavs and the Heat. Yeah, and then I think you could probably you could put the Cavs, uh, you could probably put the Heat in there. They won two, so I think you could put the two uh, the Heat to, in the dynasty. They went to four finals. Yeah, they went they to four one two. Four straight one two yeah that's definitely I would call that a dynasty, um, a mini dynasty but a dynasty nonetheless. Yeah. Did I leave out a dynasty? No. Yeah, I, I don't really? think I did. Well, nah, that was, that was only one. The, what was it called? The Kobe Lakers. They won two out of three. Uh, with Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Von Artest. Lamar Odom, two out of three rings. That's a mini dynasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get him a mini dunk. Right there, I put them right there with the Heat. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm they went that. two or three. The Heat went two or four. So they had one more appearance for the same amount of wins. So shout out to um all those teams. But right now it's about Seth Curry, the player who's changed the game, damn it forever. That three point yeah. shot means. Like when I played 2K, I was shooting or NBA Live back in the day in high school in the <laughs> 90s. I was shooting three. I knew I knew back then three was worth more than two. I, I, it was instinctual. Like I knew. And I would beat yeah. JB ass, F ass, me ass, coffee ass, all of them niggas. Because I would shoot three, they would shoot two. You can't beat me. You, you're not going to win. And um, so I, I just uh, I, I appreciate the way they play. Must love this. Yeah. Uh, making this comeback. Draymond still doing his thing. And they got a young crop, dog. I don't know if I would trade for Katie. Would you trade nah. for Katie? Give young, the youth? Because you can nah, get they ain't gonna do that. one more ring with this team. Maybe two. But the, uh, and, that, and that's and you know, and that's what it is, though. Like, that's what I like about them. One, all of them come on, you know what I'm saying? All of them Besides Draymond comes off as real good people, <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying. But but all, everybody got their role, and Draymond got his role. Um, but I think all of them are complimentary players, 
and their organization deserves it because they work with all of them. Like Draymond was drafted, Clay was drafted, Steph was drafted, the new crop, Pool was dra- uh Pool was drafted. Um, and then the younger guys, they develop they developed so many guys. Like Wiggins was considered a bust. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Most people consider him a bust. And now he had an all-star year because they put him, the coaching staff put him in a position to do good. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Gary Payton. Wizards had him, didn't utilize him. A whole bunch of teams had him. He utilized him great when he went over there to uh to Golden State, the coaching staff. So I think it's a testament to their whole organization and how everybody compliments each other, man. So that's that's the big the big thing with them. Otto Porter, the Wizards had him too. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying he was a complimentary player. You know, what I'm saying like, like it's like you get your role. Trying to turn him into Glenn Rice when he's yeah. really Otto Porter. Well, don't get me started on the Wizards and our terrible drafting. Uh, if we're developing, we just horrible at developing. Like, and that's why that's why yeah. certain teams like that's what makes a dynasty. You can actually either either you LA and you get the the, the top tier players. Period. Or you, or you building, or you build your teams up. And Golden State is successful because they build their teams up. They don't have the fastest, the strongest, the tallest players, or nothing. All of their guys work work their butts off, and they all complement each other. And they have defined roles. Um, yeah. The biggest complaint out of the Wizards locker room last year was nobody knew their role. And I'm like, damn, Wes, you, you came in and ain't give roles. Niggas don't know their roles halfway through the season. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, Wes? Um, I, you know, not to you know, go off into the Wizards because I'll talk about the Wizards for an hour. And shout out to Matt Moderna, shout out to Damo, shout out to Air Two Flat, shout out to um, Detox a lot, um, shout out to Becca. This is Wizards Twitter, and I am officially a part of Wizards Twitter. It's like <laughs> me and all these sports reporters in DC. And we just discuss the Wizards every day. Um, I threw out my lineup to them. Gafford at the five, Pazingas at the four, Kuz at the three, Bill at the two, Monte Morris at the point. And to a man, it was like, that might be our best shot. Um, one dude said the same thing you said. Uh, D Tulsa said the same thing you said. That um, Gafford had two fouls in the first minute. And I'm like, yeah, but if that happens, then we just move Pazingas to the five, Kuz back to the four, Bring in Denny at the three and run with that unit. So we're gonna have units where so you uh, so you a Denny, you a Denny over Rui guy. At the three. Okay. A Denny over Rui guy. Okay. At the three. Because right now, if if it's if it's the thinking is KP is at the five, Kuz at the four, who is at the three? I'm gonna go, if okay. that is a lineup, I'm gonna go Denny. Because we okay. need size. I'm so sick of six five small fours. We get embarrassed every year. What, how, then, tall is, how tall is uh Rui? Rui is six eight. Okay. Denny is six nine. Okay. But Denny plays more like a small forward. Right. Yeah, I agree. I I I am I'm okay with that. I don't know. I, um, I really angle. I, I really I'm really I really wanted Rui to turn into Kawhi. I, I I pray and send positive energy for that. I was in yeah, I was in the corner, and I think it's still these guys turn into quite. I I do th- I, I still uh, I think it's still time too. Like sometimes like uh you get rid of players too early or they don't have the coaches to develop them. 
what I'm saying? Like you see, you see how a, a Kawhi turned into a Kawhi when he was under pop. Like Kawhi wasn't that same Kawhi for two uh, for two three years. You know what I'm saying yeah. he had a he had a, de- a defensive role for the first two three years and developed 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 and then he took off. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Poole, you saw Jordan Poole. He was a, uh, you know what I'm saying, like with, with the Warriors this past year. He was a summer league yeah, guy. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting, better, getting better, getting better, getting better. And then this year he turned into like a a, a six-man of the year candidate. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you know, like sometimes coaching can hinder players too. I agree. And Wes, is, his specialties are defense and development. Yeah. And, and like, he, he, he's, he's, a first, he's a first, he was a first-time yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was an associate head coach the last couple of years, which is the highest ranking position you can have outside of yeah. head coach. Um, but I think that he's a little too soft spoken. But he just signed James Posey, I saw defensive minded monster three and D player that'll smack the shit out you to his staff. And I think we need somebody like that. We need somebody yeah. that the players like. Uh, uh, what was the old boy? Uh, Backup center, Montrez Harrell, that, yeah. that ain't gonna be popping off with the coach and and bitch ass nigga, da, 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 da. like nah, James Posey gonna, gonna smack you. Yeah, he gonna, I, what, 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 yeah, I'm with, I'm with whatever you with. Yeah, and, and we need that. So, yeah. well, we got rid of Montrez Harrell, but if there's another player that feel like, man, fuck that shit, Wes, we should be da, 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 da. James Posey gonna be like, remember when uh, Udonis Hanselman? When uh Jimmy Butler supposed to be yeah, the toughest Jimmy Butler, yeah. NBA, when Jimmy Butler popped off and told uh Spo he had beat his ass, what what, what uh Udonis Hassel say? Nay, I beat your ass. What you want to yeah. do? And what Jimmy Butler do? Nah, they went back and forth. That, and, but you need that though, like you know what I'm saying? But and they was cool right after. It was like it's like, look, you you need a certain level of toughness, and sometimes that comes across in your coaching. You know I agree. So, like, if you if you got all so all so soft spoken coaches. You know what I'm saying? That ain't gonna work. So, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a good thing that maybe maybe the coaching staff figured out is like, look, we need an enforcer. We need somebody else. You know what I'm saying? We need another voice in here that's gonna kind of, you know what I'm saying, speak to the toughness that we need. And like, yeah, hey, they yeah. paid up for it. I agree. I, and I call it an enforcer. They yeah. want an enforcer. I am, that is the best off-season move I think we made. I do appreciate, um, Oh, just lost it. Okay, you back. I do appreciate um, Monte Morris, DeLon um, Wright, uh, bringing in Will Will the Thrill Barton from Be More. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. This Johnny Davis pick, I'm shaking on. If we can <laughs> that pick for Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's that's the biggest thing. Like when I when I saw uh, Brogdon was like, I thought I was going to you know what I'm saying. I thought I was going to the Wizards. And I'm like, I'm like, hold up, you mean we could have did that? Like the number 10 pick for like Brogdon is not old. Great, great on ball defender, true point guard can shoot. I'm like, you wouldn't do that? A uh, 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 50, 40, 90 player. <coughs> yeah. Like they must have like, loved Monte Morris, though. Yeah, and they, a had big love, they, had, they had to love Monte Morris. But well, well, you know, West did West Coast. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why I'm like, all right, that's on you. If it don't work, it's on you. Because you ask you ask us for it. That's why I think we gotta go with a big front court. Because we have a diminutive right, back court. I think Monte is like 6'1, 6'2. Brad is 6'3. 
That's a diminutive backcourt. That's a very small backcourt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you have Kuz at the three, uh, seven foot three, Porzingis at the four, six foot ten, Gafford at the five, it, I think it makes up for such a small backcourt. But if you want to go with yeah. six five, Will Barton at the three, so now you got an undersized small forward, an undersized two guard, an undersized point guard. You know, you're looking kind of an appropriately sized power forward and then a, a very tall center. Yeah. We're a small team. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. Like I said, if, if, if Gafford, because one, I, I love Gafford as a player. You know what I'm saying? Like he can, he can switch. He he can he can play defense, um. So you know I'm I'm all for it. It's just he got to stay out of foul trouble. I agree, but even if he gets in foul trouble, then we go to our traditional our quote unquote traditional lineup. And I say he gets in foul trouble, immediately bring in Roy or Will Barton. Um, I don't think uh not Roy Denny or or Will Barton. I don't think Roy's going to play three. I think yeah. Roy's going to be back up four. What do you think yeah, about that? I, I, I think that's the way they skew it. I wanted him to be a three-four because I because I like them. You know, I'm like, look, if you can play a because th- most most positions that score the basketball now is a two and a three. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying who they they got the ball in their hands. So I want like I wanted like a real good on-ball defender, um, and I w- I wanted him to turn into a good on-ball defender. So hopefully, you know, what I'm saying hopefully that's it this year. Like be, he improved his three-point game. Tremendous, and, you know. I, I seen he, Tre- he can score. Hey, he can score one on one, which I like. Let's not I don't think Penny can do that. Let's not skip past that. He improved it tremendously. Yeah, Alabama finished the season like shooting like forty five percent from three. Yeah, like, let's not brush over that shit. He did it. Like he did that. And he could, and he can, and he can create his own shot to an extent. So that's what. That's what what I I look at. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm looking defend, at people that create. I like people that can create their own shot. Can he defend? I think he can. Small fours. I think he could do just as good a job as Denny. Denny Denny fouled too much to me. Yeah, but Denny's uh, defensive win is he was top five in the whole NBA. The whole hey, NBA. It was only four people that defended better than Denny. And he fouled a lot and he got burnt a lot. So I don't know how true that stat is, but it's, that is the stat. I don't know how accurate that stat is, but yeah. he was number four. He wasn't number five. He was number four in the whole yeah. NBA. That means something. It might not mean everything. I'm keeping it right. But I, I'm a Denny guy. You're a Rui guy. But I got to yeah. give credit to credit due. Rui, if Rui, because I thought that Rui was going to be our starting four and Kuz was going to be our starting three. Three, but yeah. Then Rui had his personal issues and showed up late. That was what I thought. And yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that, to be honest. Uh, Porzingis at the five, Rui at the four, Kuz at the three. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, if we, need, if we need a scoring lineup or somebody to just kind of, if we need a, a, somebody to be able to switch everything, I'm all right with that lineup, but you know I, I love the lineup y'all talk y'all talk about too with Gaff because I'm like that 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 makes us different because most people not coming off with two seven footers who can block shots and switch. The only team that's doing that is Cleveland and Orlando. Yeah, 
Orlando's gonna start Chet at the five at the four. And hold on, hold they Chet, got a, hold on. Chet, Chet, no, nah, Chet not in Orlando. He and oh, okay, like, um they got punk Bonquero. What's his name? Yeah. Paolo. Paolo, he oh he oh, he's Paolo a too. Yeah, they they're putting him at the four and they got a, a seven six eleven seven foot dude. They're gonna start at the five. Forget his name, forgive me. But they're starting him at the five, and they're gonna put Paolo at the four. So they're gonna have two yeah. six eleven players on the court. Um, and then Cleveland with uh Mobley, Jared, yeah, Jared Allen, and Mobley, Jared Allen, Mobley, and Marketing. Then yeah, Marketing, yeah, Marketing, yeah, Marketing is, is, uh, is that. Nah, that's what that's how Cleveland that's how Cleveland did so good last year. They was a great defensive yeah. team. Garland, yeah. Garland had to do too much of their scoring. But but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they, they were a great defensive team because Mobley and Allen could switch everything and you know they were taking care of. And I think we kill it. Gafford at the five. Gafford scores. He's a lob threat. He's gonna get 10, 15 points every game. He because yeah. just being a lob threat. And then KP seven foot three can he a three-level scorer. He can score everywhere. Yeah. And then cool six nine at the three. He's our well, I guess he's not our second best scorer because KP. He's our third best scorer. So in that lineup, and then you got Bill. So in that starting lineup, you have our three best scorers. I do believe our fourth best scorer is Roy. Yeah. Um, and if Roy's coming off the bench, he can he can be the general of the bench. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. Needs, yeah he can be somebody that yeah can, that can slow that can slow the game down. Um, you know, to 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 buy minutes for the uh to the starters get back in. Yeah. You put Roy out there, just get everybody get a ball to Roy. Then he passed to Roy. DeLon Wright passed to Roy. Corey Kispert passed to Roy. Well, now Kispert you know can shoot that zone, though. Kispert, if you want to shoot Kispert, you can, you can shoot. Kispert is a a basketball player. He can slash. He might. He, he, he can come off the pick. He can shoot. That's a He might be better than Roy. And, he might wind up being better than Roy and Denny. I think I right, his now, first year. right now he had a better first year than both of them. He's the best. I think right now he is the better player of all of them because I watch yeah. him cut. I, I, I don't. I don't see Rui cutting. I don't see Denny cutting. Denny is my favorite. Rui is your favorite. But Corey is a player. He will cut. He will get open. He will come off the screen. He will defend. He ain't a good defender, but he 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 is all effort and right. energy. Know how? Yeah, but when you can score he, like him, when you when you can shoot the rock like him, though, he can shoot. So he can shoot that jump, and he get it up quick too. He like 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 yeah. he, his 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 release is 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 is, is solid. Hmm. Hmm. Right now, honestly, I would trust him at the three before I trust Roy or Denny. When you just go if with everything, do. If you telling me if you telling me we wanted somebody who could spread out and shoot the three knockdown, like the thing is, because Roy improved his three point game ridiculously. With that said, with that said, I still take Kiss for shooting. Yep. Over there. Yep. Even though he, he, they probably he probably say, well, he shot a high percentage. I don't care. I'm just telling you what I see. I'm mm-hmm. taking Kiss for shooting over anybody on our team. You know, you know what I, what I mentioned on Kispert, and I will see if you agree. I take his basketball IQ over yeah. all the young players. Yeah, because he he played he played he played play, play smooth. 
He got, you know, what I'm saying he he got he got enough enough quickness to kind of get his shot off, to get to the basket, get to the rim. Um, like I don't think, like to me, didn't like one. Denny blew a lot of layups last year, but you know that's something that could be fixed. But I don't see Denny getting past nobody. Like I can see him doing a back door with somebody not paying attention. But I I can see Kispert like sneaking past somebody one on one. You like, oh, what he got that in the game? Like you know, what I'm saying like like he got that sneaky, he got that sneaky first step, and he can pull it up, pull up from anywhere. Like he don't, it ain't got to be a wide open three that you know, what I'm saying somebody like that like if if he need to get it up, he you know, what I'm saying like 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 he he can you know, what I'm saying he can get his shot off, which a lot of people you know, what I'm saying like Roy can't uh, can't do from three. As easy, like he can slow motion and and get a uh, get a two point off on you. Uh, Denny, Denny, I don't think can do that, but I think Corey can get his shot can get his shot off at least. Yeah, I think he got the highest basketball IQ. Um, yeah. Denny is the rawest of, of them of the three. Okay, um, but if you can, and he's been in training. He had Dwayne Wade. We gonna see. So we will see if Denny comes back with a legit jumper and a little bit more uh, basketball IQ. I think basketball IQ is Corey, Rui, then Denny. I think intangibles okay. is Denny, Corey, then Rui. I think shooting is Corey, Rui, then Denny. If Denny can bring up his 100%. boom. If he can bring, if Denny can bring up his basketball IQ. I think he'll be the best player we drafted since Bradley Beal. Because think about it, we, you know, Otto Porter, yeah, uh, uh, Troy Brown, um, Isaiah Todd. Um, then we got the kids, Rui, Denny, Corey, and this new dude, Johnny Davis, who I'm not feeling at all. <laughs> hey, man, think, hey, man, this is some of these, man. <laughs> you get a game with that pick, and they at least got better uniforms. Like, like fuck that pick. Johnny Davis, what are you going to do? Johnny Davis ain't going to play, my nigga. He ain't going to play. He's not a point guard. So we got Monte and DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright is a 6'4 defender. Monte Morris is a 6'2 scorer and, and <laughs> table setter. When the hell are you getting in there? And two guard, we got Bradley Beal, our best player. We got Corey yeah. Kispert, our best shooter, possibly. And then Will Barton, Who's bouncing between two and three? Uh, so is he gonna play there behind those three or behind those two? And then small forward, he's six five, but he ain't playing small forward. And if right. he does, you got Denny, uh, Corey gonna get some minutes there. Will Barton gonna get minutes there? Uh, so he's fourth there. He's not playing power forward, he's not playing center. That rookie has no position with the way he yeah. played in summer league. He, he's just going to be in Chile. We could have traded that pick and got Brogdon and had a, a big starting guard that's a 50-40-90. But we didn't do it. We got him. Um, <laughs> I really wanted DeJounte Murray. And the Hawks got him. Yeah, and, that's going to be a solid. Yeah, I want to I see. I'm interested to see how that uh, how that backcourt work too. Yeah, they're going to put him at the two, but he really going to be the one. And Trey going to be the two. Yeah. Well, positionally, Trey gonna play the one. Uh, he gonna defend the one. He gonna line yeah. up at the one. But Dejounte gonna be the point guard for that team. We needed that because we need a, a big point guard because Brad's so small. Yeah. Dejounte, Brad, I mean, was, 
you know what they and what what might end up happening too though, and I can see them doing this, is I can see them playing Bill at the point sometime this year. Oh, absolutely. They, they said Bill is our third. Uh, Tommy Shepard said Bill is our third point guard. Yeah. They asked, him, "Do we do we need a third point guard?" He said, "No, that's Brad." And he and he said this shit, and it almost made me become a Clippers fan and go with John Wall. He said, "Um." We're going to have lineups for all three point guards. So we Monte, uh, DeLon Wright, and Bill. And I was like, don't make me leave. Don't make me leave. Y'all love these small-ass, diminutive lineups that don't do shit. It never worked. And we'll put that Neto at the three. Well, how the fuck is six-foot-one Neto playing a three? Some of these coaches, they think they too smart, man. But oh they no, we're gonna put all these skill guys out here. I'm they, they play. I'm like, look, it's a it's a reason they 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 skill guys because they that height. I'm like, Slim, it don't matter when you when you when you on the court and you got it, don't matter if you quicker than the guy that's six seven if you six one. By the time it, he, you you can't beat him good enough for him for you to still get your shot up. I had the gut hanging out just now. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, and, and all of our listeners are like. No, we're in Africa. Why are y'all talking about DC teams? We're in Man, Venezuela. Man. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Sorry, I know, guys. I know, I know, I know. We gotta switch it to uh that's that's gonna be when we do the sports date. We we we're gonna do the uh the, the full right. sports episode. Exactly, exactly. We gotta do that um soon too. We gotta get back into our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash a pod name kickback. We'll go to patreon.com and do a search for a pod name kickback. It'll be more sports content there, it'll be Freaky, small, freaky sexual content there, and then bonus episodes. So, patreon.com slash upon and kickback. Oh, go to patreon.com and do a search for upon and kickback. Um, moving on, we got Netflix and chill, J. Lou. Um, before we get into the shows we're watching, the movies we're watching, whatever we're watching, Netflix is set to start charging you two dollars and 99 cents for sharing your passwords. Netflix, I'm hold, I'm barely holding on. You're not providing me what I, well, what I need. Uh, HBO Max, Prime, Disney Plus, shit, fucking epics. Like everybody's giving me, you know, just a, a plethora of material, and you're on the bottom rung. And now you want to charge me for sharing my password? Yeah, you're on a schedule. The clock is <laughs> the clock is goddamn ticking. Because with Hulu and everything else, your Netflix is damn near at the bottom of my list. Um, I'm watching All American uh, Homecoming right now, um, so they're in the mix. But like, y'all gotta relax. You gotta relax. I ain't, I ain't see nothing. I, I, mean, I, I need. I need. A, I need more movies though. So that's why I'm. I'm like. I I'm, I think I'm gonna switch switch two of them out and just get the HBO jump. I don't think I had HBO Max. I think I'm gonna end up doing that. So I'm like, look, I'm not I'm not finding enough movies on you know what I'm saying on Hulu on uh on Netflix or mm-hmm. Prime to kind of justify. It's like I I see one right now and then, but I'm like, like I'm about to, I'm about to just switch completely and go and get Disney and HBO and just stick with those two. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a movie least, guy. I don't, I'm not really a show guy, so I'm more of a movie guy. I can dig it. I, I just did a. Uh, I got stars and Peacock. 
for 99 cents a month for three months. So I have more apps. And when it's time to get rid of apps, I ain't gonna lie, young. Like Netflix might be the first to go. I got these apps for 99 cents, but when they go to full price, I'm not paying for all that shit. Something going. <laughs> Something and, gotta uh, go. Yeah. Hulu was free because I got uh, Sprint T Mobile. Um, HBO Max is just worth it. Disney is just worth it. Um, Netflix, Peacock, the, the Epics, those are all like, yeah, yeah. And they, they might all go. I finished the Fresh Prince, so uh, Peacock can go now. But uh, Peacock got the uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart uh, TV show, talk show. He just interviewed Jay-Z, Saweetie, Mark Wahlberg, Chris Rock. They ain't even talk about the damn uh, uh, Will Smith smack. They ain't even come up. But, uh, and, nah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he. They they made sure pride. They weren't. They weren't bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They on tour right now. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock on tour. Yeah, they did God last night, and Dave Chappelle came out. Dave Chappelle opened up for him, so that was crazy. Yeah, that's a hell of a line. That 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 yeah that that lineup. Is there a better lineup? What what you gonna do? You gonna have to do Martin, Richard, and Eddie. That's the only thing beating that. If it beat that, hey. who your favorite stand-up comedian all time? Bernie. Okay. Okay. He to me he didn't have enough specials for me. Yeah. I, and I, I I'll agree with that. So if you give me an all time, like if you make an argument, I I'll agree completely. Um, but he's the one when I heard him, my stomach hurt. Like the other people, they they make me giggle. Like you know, what I'm saying? like oh, this was up. Like, but it ain't one where my where my stomach was hurt. Bernie was the only guy that my stomach hurt when I you know what I'm saying when he when he uh, after his special. So it was different. The other one was like oh that's a man. No, the other one was like it was it was solid. You know what I'm saying? But that shit was different. He funny motherfucker. Rest in peace, Bernie. My, yeah. I gotta go with Eddie. I gotta go with Eddie. I okay. Dave. I really want to put Dave up there, but like Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy was just something I never, I, I never experienced nothing like that before. Yeah, like I like stand-up comedy because of Eddie. Yeah, his first special came out when I was like nine. I used to sneak and listen to it. Like I, I never heard jokes like that. I know I, I, I didn't know people could be that funny. Yeah, like, no, nah, and, I, and I, 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 I look, I'm, I'm all for like his, his specials. I think Eddie specials surpass all of those guys we just, uh, we just, we just uh, mentioned. Like you know, what I'm saying like you know, like like I said, Bernie Mac made me laugh the hardest. Then I think it was Eddie Murphy. Like his, his two specials. You know what I'm saying like like was like crying laughing. I think Kevin Hart has has some solid specials. I think everybody else has solid specials. Like like Chappelle, I, I haven't had a Chappelle special that like like the, the one he did in DC was was solid. But I ain't had that, one where I was crying was laughing type jump. Is that the one where um he had the, the baby was on the street? Like baby, what you doing? The baby was selling crack. Yeah, like the killer. Yeah, I think that's it. The killing them softly jump. Yeah. Yeah. 
All uh, the other joints, I'm like, man, they solid. All the other joints, I'm like, man, they, I'm like, I'm like, it's good. I see what I'm saying. I see, uh, you know, I acknowledge your greatness. It's just like, I ain't, I wouldn't cry and laugh. Yeah, a lot of what he does now is almost like speeches. Yeah, so I, like, I, I was pissed off listening to uh, uh, that, that last joint. Yeah, they're not really saying those specials anymore. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Conversations. Yeah, um, I, I, I got through a certain amount of that shit. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Chris Rock <laughs> is up there with the laughing, like good, yeah. like hurting laughing. But I'm gonna tell you, uh, I didn't really like either of Martin Lawrence's specials. But, but as a host, yeah, improving, making stuff up on the spot, <laughs> you know, comedy jam. I think if you take. The three years he did Def Comedy Jam, just his hosting introductions, weird observations after sets, and you put those three years together, there's nobody on stage funnier than Martin Lawrence. Okay. But his stand-up specials were lackluster to me. But just okay. him talking, him fucking with the crowd, him teasing a comedian that just got off stage, him introducing another comedian, ain't nobody funnier. If you take Eddie's best stand-up, Dave's best stand-up, Bernie Mac's best stand-up, and just put that against Martin hosting, I think Martin shits on everybody. But his specials don't back it up. It ain't back it. Just okay. Back it up. Okay. Because I ain't I never glad Martin hosting Def Comedy Jam and just making up shit. Hey, what's up with them boots? Why you got them boots on? You look like... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like he kind of he, he kind of he kind of popped that off. Like a lot, you see, you got a couple guys that do it. They, they kind of that's that they they add that in there into their shows. But yeah, that's like Martin. Like he started that shit. <laughs> you know who I think the worst stand-up comedian is? Out, out of the greats, which means he's a great. Because I'm not saying he's trash, but out of all the greats, all the people that have done it, you know who I think the worst one is? Mike Epps. I, I ain't yeah, never to, to, enjoyed none of his shit. To me, Mike Epps is silly funny. Like he he's a guy like in a in the in a, in a in a group setting, everybody's mm-hmm. like, man, Mike Epps so funny. But yeah, on the comedy specials, I I yeah, I ain't get it. Like I'm gonna be honest, some of them I turned off. I'm like, I'm just not I'm I'm not connected. Me too. Me too. Okay, now I'm gonna go to pull the opposite. You know who I think is the best stand-up comedian that don't get his credit. It really should be on Mount Rushmore, but just nobody saying it. But like Ooh. real nigga shit, this nigga better than ninety eight percent of everybody. Cat Williams, his stand-up specials were hilarious to me. But now I think, but the thing is, Cat Williams was like now I would say this: his last one, his last one kind of had a, a lot of dead spots to me. But his first dunk when he first came out, that shit is up there with everybody's. You, you know, his, his first, first one, he filmed he filmed a lot of it at Avisom Mall. Yeah, he had like he had like well, one or two that was one of He did one where he did a lot of footage at Avisom Mall, and you know I sold my CDs at Avisom Mall. Yeah, I used to be a son of my, when I was a rapper, some of my CDs and shit, and a lot of his footage was at Avisom, and I just was like, this is crazy. Cat, you know, cat up here at. Avison, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but his shit was funny to me, like a lot. Like, 
two, three of his specials was like, God damn, nigga. Yeah, them 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 first them first two was uh them first two was legit legit. I yeah. think you say you know obviously he had the little uh he, you know he had a couple issues and stuff we fell back but you know yeah. But I love stand up man. Shout out to all the stand up comedians. I'm gonna take one, one moment to shout out to Chris, not Chris Rock. What's the mayor of Rap City name? Chris Smith. The, 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 the original mayor, he used to do the dance. The oh, mayor, yeah. the mayor of Rap City. Um, he was a, a comedian from DC. Do big lips. Um, he opened up a comedy club in Waldorf, and I performed there doing stand-up comedy. And the host um, was Tony Woods, another funny comedian. And me and Tony Woods kicked it like for months, just hung out. Um, I was a rapper, but I was trying to stand up comedy. Like, like T.I. I was a rapper. <laughs> but this is 16 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing my stand up at Chris Thomas. At Chris Thomas' okay. club. And uh, Tony Woods was hosting. And Tony kind of took me under his wing and um, just gave me some juice, gave me some knowledge. And he was just a real ass nigga. And um, shout out to Tony Woods. Shout out to Chris Thomas. My stand-up comedian days didn't last long because my passion was black. <laughs> but I did do it. I got on stage and I told jokes and I got laughs. I did that. Like, Nobody I did. could never do this from me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to Tony Woods and Chris Thomas. This is DC Comics. And uh, um, damn, I'm drawing a blank. But I want to shout out some more DC Comics to show some love. But I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Daryl Brooks. Mike Brooks? Mike yeah. Brooks. Yeah, Mike Brooks. So yeah. Mike Brooks. I told Mike Brooks, we was at uh, Club U um, on U Street watching uh, Sugar Bear and EU. And I told him, I said, dog, you are my uh, Chris Tucker. I'm Ice Cube, you Chris Tucker. We're going to do some <laughs> shit. And he was like, my man. And we never did it. It never happened. But I saw the talent in him 20 years ago. And he saw Tavern and me 20 years ago. And we just never really made it happen. But shout out to him too. And um, as far as uh, back to Netflix and chill, um, I want to get into Terminal List. Um, because I haven't watched it, but you binged it in like a day or two. So what the yeah, hell was I've been, Terminal yeah, List? I, yeah, I, yeah, I binged it this week. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a solid action uh, action thriller. You know what I'm saying? A couple, you know, every episode kind of, you know, uh, add, add, add a little bit to it. So it I, I enjoyed it, and you know, and I'm so I w- I would recommend it. Okay, so uh, briefly, without ruining it, what is it about? Um, a guy basically is on on revenge for uh, something that happened uh, happened to his family. Okay, and him him going through putting up uh, putting together the pieces um, to kind of you know avenge everything that happened with his family and with uh with some of his army buddies and things of that nature is it would you say it's a suspense thriller yeah okay yeah okay. Like, yeah like suspense thriller action type of, yeah so it's so like in the first look, give it at least give it two three episodes 
And then, and then you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, all right, cool. Now, now I want to keep watching it. Okay. The first okay. one is obviously the foundation. Then it then it picks right up after that, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I might yeah, start so, yeah, that it's, it's, a, it's a solid jump. I'm gonna start that shit tonight. Um, Bill Burr stand up. We talking about stand up. That was pretty funny. Um, he landed on a lot of shit that I was like, yeah, jab, yeah, jab. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if it's his best work or not, but it's definitely worth a watch. Right? Did you have, did you ever finish it? No, nah, I ain't finished it, but uh. I'm a, I'm gonna probably finish that. I'm gonna probably finish the uh, the Bill Burr jump, um, the David Arnold jump. Did you? You know what I'm saying? Did you finish that one? I did. It wasn't as good as the the first one called Fat Ballerina, and I watched okay. it. And I told every I, I text everybody like, I'm watching this jump. Everybody turn turn it on. Everybody turn it on. And I'm at Burger. I was like, this shit ain't this shit ain't holding my attention, nigga. No, hey, like, yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. so I'm 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 right there with you, yeah. man. I ain't gonna lie. I I, I looked at this. I'm like, look, I'm like, man, this, this I'm like, man, this same a little corny. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead. Uh, let me go ahead. What 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 else on? <laughs> His first special was really good, and he yeah, and, and, and it wasn't the, the stuff wasn't bad. It just like it wasn't nothing that like I gotta have nothing to, nothing to do and a lot of energy. Like if I'm tired, I'm gonna go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? If there's something else on, I'm gonna go turn it on. Yeah, so you know, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm not like, all right, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't grant me. I, I agree. I like this first special so much that I was just so looking forward to this one. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was disappointed. I'm not gonna, okay. you know, I'm, I'm not gonna jeopardize my reputation for knowing what's funny by trying to big him up. I was disappointed. Um, okay. I don't you know no other way to say it. Um, I, I was disappointed. Um, America, uh, American Homecoming. That's not what it is. All American Homecoming. Um, All American is the show, the football show. Homecoming is the spinoff. One of the, what, the female, one of the female leads from that show um, goes off to a different college. Everybody in All American is at pretty much the same college or in the same okay. city. She goes to Atlanta. They're, they're all in LA. She goes to college at HBCU in Atlanta, and okay. they go through their trials and tribulations, and um, it it's like a dramatized version of Different World, I guess. Okay. Um, so I like it. I'm enjoying. I'm all halfway through the season on Netflix. Um, it's good. When I cut on my TV, that is my number one go to right now, uh, and I want to get through Stranger Things. I want to get through The Boys. I want to check out Terminal List. The first thing I'm going to is All American Homecoming, and if I'm not in that mood, I might switch to something else. But I, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It is pleasurable television watching experience. Um, Bel Air, a little late, but um, that's the reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the dramatized version. I finally finished it on Peacock. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I, okay. I'm going to watch it again. I enjoyed it that much. It is quality shit. And Will Smith is in, in his company, our executive producers. So that's money back into the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm loving the show. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I'm going to watch it again. If, if you put my arm behind my back and maybe give it a rating, I might give it a four out of five. 
Um, okay. So I, it's not a five out of five, but it's a four. And the Fresh Prince is my favorite sitcom ever. Fresh Prince in good times. Like it's not Martin, it's not Lemon Single, it's Fresh Prince in good times. And um, this didn't disappoint me. It's a darker version. It's more, more, more my liking. It's more hood. Even though they're in Bel Air, it's more hood shit. It's more real nigga shit. It's less watered down. So I like it even more. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, the boys, we talked about it. And I had the group chat with Mel. Um, there's a scene, because it's old now, where there's a man who can be like the Adam. He can shrink down to three, four inches in size. And he did that and like went inside another man's dick and was like caressing his dick from the inside as a diminutive creature. And then he sneezed and blew up the full size and, and killed the man, blew the man body up. And y'all complain about Pink That is the craziest sex, gay sex scene I ever seen. And uh, they're on point. Pause right now. The boys is on pause. I'll get back to that. Did too much happened in that episode. <laughs> you said too much. I had to relax. <laughs> too much. And I watch P Valley every week, but that was just too much. Um, but historically, that show was good. Um, I have not started Stranger Things. I know I'm super late. I have not caught up on Peaky Blinders. I know I'm super late. I think I ain't caught up on uh, uh, Ozark. I'm super duper duper. Do you watch Ozark? Yeah, I finished Ozark. Okay, well, I didn't even start. Uh, I'm like two, yeah, three I episodes. Finished, yeah, that was one of my shows. Yes, I finished Ozark. That, you know what I'm saying? That was uh, that was good. That was solid. You know, I was invested from the uh, seasons. I ain't watched the last Like the last season. How'd you enjoy the last season? I enjoyed it. The end was a little, uh, you know, the, the, the end, you know, you get attached don't to even say, don't even see it. I'm a, um that needs to be pushed up on my list because I'm invested in that show. I watched all the seasons. I started this season. I just didn't finish it. So okay, yeah, but definitely, yeah, definitely finish it then. So it, so you can be yeah. done. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, that, that's moving up on my list. Um Ambition is a show on stars, starring Robin Givens and a bunch of beautiful black people. And it's like, I think I said this last week, like a black dynasty. It's like all these powerful black people with all this money and all the drama they deal with being powerful and rich and conniving and cutthroat. But it's all black people. And it's beautiful black people. Strong black men, beautiful black women. Like, you want to see some pretty chicks? You ain't got to just watch (laughs) P-Valley. Ambition. See some beautiful black women. And you know, you put some some sisters on it. You probably, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch. Um, musically, as we get out of here, our guys on segment. Um, I wish I could just rattle off all the albums that came out. But Rory from uh, Joe Budden and New Rory and Mall has two singles out. Um, but he's kind of like one of his Quincy Jones shit. He got popular singers and producers, but he's like the guy behind it. Um, really good R&B. Um, Neo Drop, really good album. Um, made a Stallion put out a new song with Future. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it's cool. Um, 
It's like download the apartment feedback playlist. And now wait, I ain't gotta keep guessing what's on the shit. Download <laughs> this on Apple Music. We update it every single Friday with all the new music. Wanna download it. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Uh, follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com. Do a search for a, a pod named Kickback. Oh, yeah. Our numbers are up across the board on streaming, but y'all not watching on YouTube. Ladies, I got the legs out on YouTube. You need to know this. The legs are out, ladies. <laughs> So uh, follow us on YouTube, a pod named Kickback. Watch the video. Get the numbers up that way. And um, what else, Zaylu? So a male going to get on us for going long? Yeah. Pause. We'll press play, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we did sports. We finally did yeah, yeah, sports. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I was looking at the time. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had an hour 40. With two people, so yeah, that that was that was a long episode. But yeah, that's we're we, we gonna blame sports for that. Yeah, hell yeah, we gotta blame sports. We don't never talk it, and we probably did a good 20, 30 minutes on sports. Probably did twenty minutes on the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's the it. yeah, that's what it we got. Yeah, yeah, but we appreciate y'all tuning in. Last week was a very big week for us, um, as far as y'all downloads and plays and listens on Apple. Um, I will say this, uh, subscribe, give us a five-star rating. So it's not just what, what you listen to, it's what we can take back to sponsors, take back to Charlemagne and get a fucking podcast deal. So you got to still, you know, subscribe and give us a five-star rating so that we can validate what we're asking for, because we're giving you something you're interested in. Obviously you're here. You know what I'm saying? Show us some love. Help us get to the next level. And now I hear the the the, uh, the mic and the, and the necklace that Mill always get mad about. I can hear it now. I'm like, oh, that was the mic. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's right. But um, shout out to Mill. Get better soon. COVID is not over, y'all. It's not over. Yeah, you can't get better, get better, Mill. Hell yeah. Wear your mask, everybody. And monkeypox is out there, too. Wear your condom. <laughs> they try to act like monkeypox is a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, it's that's, a yeah that's not it. Right. So, you know, whatever. But um Jay Lou, I think we did a good job today, man. Hey man, we and you, hey we showed up, man. Showed up, showed up, man. We good, man. Y'all everybody make sure y'all have a good week, man. Be safe, man. Uh, you know, show your people you love. Them. Hell yeah. I should be in DC next week. Um if if we don't have COVID. Um if we didn't get it from mail, then I will be in DC next week. And um, maybe we'll try to do a mini episode sometime during the week and give them something. So when next Monday comes, they still got something. It ain't like we abandon them and shit. Like Joe Budden abandoned us. We give them a little something. So maybe like Thursday, we'll do a little mini episode and give them something for Monday. So when they get up on Monday morning, they're not having to go to work without us. Because a lot of people listen to us on their way to work, when they start their day, because it's just life is hard and they need some other shit to help them get ready for Monday. How you feeling about that? 
All right, I'm with it. That's a bet. All right, kickbackers, we love you. Uh, be safe. And um, as always, I'm going to leave you all with this. We haven't ended the show with this in a minute. We will end it with this today. I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job.